What's up, everybody? Pat Flynn here. Thank you for joining me today. This is episode 466 of Ask Pat. And as always, I'm here to help you by answering your online business-related questions five days a week. Thank you for joining me. And we have a great question today from Jonah. But before I get to Jonah's question, I do want to thank today's sponsor. First up, Linda. Dot com. Lynda.com is a learning platform online that you can use with over 3,000 on-demand video courses. And these just aren't like little YouTube videos. These are professionally shot, studio-quality courses to help you strengthen your business, tech, and creative skills. Everything from how to use particular applications. I've used it to learn more about Excel, uh, Photoshop, and things like that, to how to code, to tax fundamentals for your business, growth hacking stuff. Uh, there's all kinds of things here. you got to check it out. And you can check it out for free for 10 days. If you go to lynda.com slash askpat, again, that's L-Y-N-D-A dot com slash askpat. You're going to love it. You won't, you won't regret it for sure. All right, here's today's question from Jonah. Hey, Pat. It's Jonah Kelly from testingthemuse.com. Thanks for being so consistent. Your content uh, and guests always keep me thinking. Uh, today's question relates to curated content. I stumbled across paper.li recently and looking a bit deeper, noticed several WordPress plugins for curated content. I could see this format as ideal for generating content for some of my niche sites, which are currently more static than a blog. I guess my question is, what's your opinion of curated content, whether on a blog or newsletter format? And uh, do you have any experience with this, namely any pros or cons to offer, any suggested etiquette? And of course, if you have any recommended plugins... Uh, for anyone who might be interested. Again, thanks for all your hard work, Pat. Take care. Hey, what's up, Jonah? Thank you so much for the question. Uh, Just really quick for everybody out there, I want to define what curated content is, and then I'll get into your answer. Curated content or content curation is the process of collecting, organizing, and sharing, displaying information relevant to a particular topic or area of interest. You might have a website, and it might not just be your own particular posts, but you'd be able to curate by collecting and organizing other people's content, other resources, other information out there uh, to curate that content. And and you would be known as a curator if that's something that you do. Uh, there's a lot of services out there that do this. And like you said, there are also a lot of plugins too. There's a lot of, you know, paper.li uh, that is, is, is a great one, a very popular one that people have used to sort of collect content and um, display them in a certain way that is kind of automated. And I have mixed feelings about this. I think if you're trying to build a website and trying to become the authority on something, which is the way I recommend building an online business today, uh, I mean, there's obviously a ton of ways to build online businesses. But if you're going to build a business that way, if you're going to become a brand, if you're going to become the trusted advisor, as Jay Abraham would say, for a particular group of people, curating content is important because you want to make sure that you cover all your bases. You also are connected with other people in that space. I mean, you would only be able to serve everybody in the best way if you knew everything that was going on out there and shared that information too. But where a lot of people get into trouble is with this automation thing where they feel like they can just click a button or turn on the switch and have this plugin or automation or other people even curate the content where it would just then be published on your site and that would be it. Now there's a fine line there of course uh, and we'll get into the to the credit and all that stuff later uh, which is important too but what I'm saying is if you're trying to build a brand and you're trying to be the voice for an audience you can't always share other people's voices. You can't always share other people's stuff. You have to come up with your own stuff and you can start with other people's content in terms of getting inspiration from them, 
having them become a talking or discussion point where the you where you come in with your own voice or point or angle and something. But I think it's really important that no matter what, if you're trying to become that expert, if you're trying to become that trusted advisor, you have to speak like an advisor. You have to own your own voice and own your knowledge and actually share that uh, with your own points of view and, and, and really own that. I think it's really important to do that. Uh, so I don't mind. I don't I'm not disgusted by these tools or content curation, not at all. But I, I am disgusted by those people who who think that this is the easy way to build out a niche site, for example. They might have a niche site on some topic and just put these plugins in that automatically scrape anybody who mentions these topics and puts the, that information on their website. That's not very high value, really. Um, and, and, and you lose your voice because you're just sharing other people's stuff. But if there was a way for you to, for example, use Google Alerts so that or BuzzSumo is BuzzSumo is a great tool that you could use to get alerts and uh, not just from Google mentions of different websites, but all across social media. It allows you to understand what's being talked about in your particular space, and then you can come in and have a lot of ideas for different blog posts that you could write, again, in your own voice, different topics, different angles you could take on things that are already being written. You can link to those things, too. You give credit to those people. Uh, obviously, you want to do that. And uh, then you can also foster a relationship with people through uh, backlinks and track and all those sorts of things because when you link to somebody else, they're going to know, especially if there's some traffic coming through. And uh, if you have your own take on something, it might be interesting for you to either take that further or have a totally different angle, in which case you would then have a nice discussion with this person on the other end who is the original curator or per, the original um, person who has posted that content. And again, it's you're not copying. Uh, that's the thing. That, that's where people get into trouble. They just copy or they, they think that a link is just okay for credit. Um, and, and that's it. But in addition to wanting to have your own voice on your site, if you want to become that expert, uh, you, you, you need to use common sense here, right? Like, would you want somebody else posting your own stuff every time you posted it on their site without giving you credit back? No, of course not. Now, even if you were to give credit back, a link maybe doesn't do as much justice as it used to because uh, really when people when, – whenever I publish a blog post, I see it published on other sites too. And I've just had to learn to deal with this. And, and I don't uh, – it's it's like, why why do you do that? And and these sites, they just scrape the RSS feeds from certain sites to put all this stuff together. And uh, it's, it's not very valuable. I mean, there are some sites out there that help in that regard. But when it's a niche site trying to build authority, that's, that's not what's going to happen. It's not really that helpful. So I'm kind of just rambling here, Jonah, but but I, I hope you can get an idea of what my take is on this. I think it's important to be a curator of content in your particular space, but then not just copy that information and share it on your site. Even if you were to give credit to it, you need to put your own voice, you need to put your own spin on it. You need to become that expert and that leader in your space, and you can't just be a leader by seeing what else is out there and organizing it. It's important to do that, but you need to put your own stuff into it as well. So Jonah, I hope that makes sense and uh, at least creates a nice starting point for this discussion. If anybody else has any interesting comments or takes on content curation and, and what that means exactly and also your take on it, head on over to Twitter and use the hashtag AskPat466. Again, hashtag AskPat466. We can continue the discussion on Twitter just to uh, keep it going if anybody has any interesting thoughts or comments. And um, the cool thing about that is that will live on Twitter for a good amount of time. So we can always check no matter when you're listening to this. You can just check the hashtag and see what people have said, if anything. So, Jonah, thank you so much for the question. I appreciate it. We're going to send you an Ask Pat t-shirt for having your question featured here on the show. And for those of you who are listening, if you have a question that you'd like potentially featured here on the show, all you have to do is head on over. 
head on over to askpat.com and you can ask right there on that page. I also want to thank today's second sponsor, which is LegalZoom.com. LegalZoom is a site that I've used several times in the past for a number of things, including trademarking smart passive income, incorporating smart passive income, uh, used it for wills, and I've used it for DBAs or doing business as and both personal and business related things. It just makes it super easy to do those things, much more economical too. LegalZoom is not a law firm, but that's how they provide such great advice. They don't rely on charging you by the hour. Instead, you'll get transparent tri- pricing and customer views. They're, they're also, and like I said, they're not lawyers, but they, got, they have the right people on hand to answer your questions. And if you need legal advice, their network of independent attorneys can provide the straightforward guidance you need in most states. So don't let legal hurdles, uh, legal hurdles become an excuse. Go to LegalZoom.com today to start building your own future the right way, whether personal or business. To save even more, enter PAT in the referral box at checkout. That's LegalZoom.com, promo code PAT. Thank you all so much for listening in. I appreciate it. And here's a quote to finish the day by Gandhi. He says, to lose patience is to lose the battle. Here, here. Cheers, take care, and I'll see you in the next episode of Ask Pat. Thanks. Hey there, thank you for listening to Ask Pat 2.0. Now, you might have noticed that we haven't published a new episode in a while, and that is because in 2023, after 1,269 episodes, we decided to sunset the show. For now, at least. And this way, we can focus our energy and efforts on our other podcasts and other projects. That being said, all 1,269 episodes are still live and downloadable, and the published dates may be old, but there are still a ton of questions I've answered on the show and people I've coached. Those episodes are just as valuable as they were back then. So you can also visit smartpassiveincome.com slash askpat to dig through the archives. Plus, there's a search tool on the website that lets you search across our podcasts and blog. And of course, The Smart Passive Income Podcast is still live and energetic and awesome and publishing twice a week. So make sure you're subscribed there so we can still continue this conversation. And we have some of the foremost experts and thought leaders in entrepreneurship on the show every single week. So you definitely don't want to miss it. Again, check it out. It's the Smart Passive Income Podcast. Just find it wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can find it there as well. Thank you again for listening in and I'll catch you in the next one. Cheers.